0: Welcome to a court of transformation and awakening. I'm Lori Gray, and I'm Amanda Grace Harrison. And today we are discussing Court, a Court of Thorns and Roses, chapter eighteen. 18. Yay! Oh. Okay, so after a kind of intense, <laughs> sad chapter, we get to have a <sighs>
1: we get to finally have a, some fantasy
0: romance oh, happening. We're finally getting into some of the romance stuff. Um, gosh, I. Yeah, I find myself in these these kinds of chapters just like smiling like to myself in a way that's kind of awkward and my family laughs at me, but they're fun. They're fun. Okay, so how are we doing here? All right, so we wake up. So thankfully the, the dead fairy's gone. Everything's cleaned up. <laughs> um, and he says that her painting supplies aren't going to arrive until tomorrow. So he's like, let's go for a ride but i love this here's like was he rambling (laughs) it's like he seems he seems a little uncomfortable he seems a little nervous which is very endearing to me and they take off for the day and they come to so i love this i couldn't come up with any words when we arrived and i knew that even if i had been able to paint it nothing would have done it justice wasn't simply that it was the most beautiful place I'd ever been to or that it filled me with both longing and mirth but it just seemed right mm-hmm. I love this as if the colors and lights and patterns of the world had come together to form one perfect place one true bit of beauty after last night it was exactly where I needed to be uh, oh, That was nice it is nice it is nice and so they're hanging out in this beautiful glen, and it's the three of them. The three of them. That
1: would go for a ride. And yeah. rode out to this beautiful place. Lucien is there. And they're having like a little picnic. We sat atop a grassy knoll. Ah, dandelion oh. fluff drifting by.
0: <laughs> I love that. He's like, he's like, we brought a blanket. And she was like, "No way! I I never felt grass like like it. I certainly wasn't going to ruin the experience by sitting on a blanket." And then this part's funny. It's like rushed whispers were exchanged behind me, and before I could turn around to investigate, Tamla took a seat. It's like you <laughs> can just she, imagine. She to next to oh my gosh! Do Does it remind you of like junior high? <laughs> it's so
1: like, like It's like you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can, you can do it. Sit next
0: to the girl. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I had a moment like that. Oh my gosh! When was this? Okay, what a moment to relive on a podcast gosh I think this was actually I think I was actually a senior in high school this may have been the summer before college and I went on a date I was supposed to be going on a date it was some some kid from like another town who I didn't like know very well and I think it was kind of like this like there was like a third wheel along for the date so it was like the whole thing like looking back like one of the most awkward (laughs) dates of my life like super weird um the whole time and i think it was kind of like the dude chickened out at the last moment and like needed a wingman right kind of thing boys and then it was really awkward and it gets to the end of the night and i think he was like are you gonna kiss her you're gonna kiss her and i'm like okay this is really funny so obviously he's not and then still tried like right there like with his (laughs) his
1: spread i'm like wow my
0: word i'm like okay go back and repeat seventh grade like because this is not a thing that happens when we're 18 (laughs) years old like what is happening here this is so weird and like that was and so of course i was like caught off guard because i'm like what? Did you really just do that? Like on like a dare because somebody yeah. said to? Oh my gosh. But this remind me of that like shh, shh, shh. go 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 s- go, go, s- go, go s- me on the blanket. Go sit go sit by oh go, go sit yeah. by. Her. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness somebody's there to shove him in the right direction, Tamlin. Job, um such a funny moment. Um just a glen. Just Was a glen just a Glenn but we start having a little bit of like fun banter where he's like do you like it yes okay that's, that's it. it yes yes would you like me to grovel with gratitude for
1: bringing me here high lord ah Uh-oh.
0: the cereal told you nothing important did it um okay which leads to yeah.
1: <laughs> what that <am> I- <laughs> smile of his sparked something bold in my chest Go ahead. This is Laurie. This is favorite my
0: favorite. Line. He also said <laughs> that you like being brushed, and if I'm a clever girl, I might train you with treats. And like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have a moment of true laughter here. Tamlin tips us up to this and roars with laughter. Despite herself, she lets out a soft laugh. I believe this is her first laugh of the entire book. Here we are in chapter 18, and she's finally laughed. And of course, Lucien, you made a joke, Feyre. I I'm might I'm like, like, I'm die, I'm die of, surprise. of surprise. I'm like... Favorite made a funny
0: yay <laughs> Favorite's feeling better yeah but we start to um okay not giving anything this away but this is a uh, uh there's later where we learn that favorite is a person who loves some good banter
1: yes <laughs> does
0: she ever yeah. if, She's. You've, if you've read book two all we're gonna say is banter, banter, banter if you've banter, not banter. read book two just know that what we see here is she loves she loves a a, you know a good Mm -hmm. little banter like Mm -hmm. this and it's so fun to watch like i love like reading scenes like this where things are a little bit lighter but something about again that's one of those things where i'm like it's funny it's not that funny but whenever i read it i don't know if it was because the first chunk of the book was so serious we're so ready for comic relief or if i was just like in a mood when i read it it was one of those things that just i laughed like way too hard for way too long um (laughs) and it still like tickles me like to no end for whatever reason um you know, and then she's still, you know, she's still her, you know, so then Lucian,
1: okay, like, yeah, you made a joke. Made a joke. You don't want to know what the cereal said about you, you know. And then Tamlin, I'd pay good money to hear what the cereal thinks of Lucian. <laughs> I love you. A cork popped, followed by the sounds of Lucian chugging the bottle's contents, chuckling and muttered, Brushed. Brushed. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's,
0: you can just see it just it's going to be an inside joke oh, for them for a long
1: time. Brushed. Yeah. A bit of a butter knife situation. By the way, there was a butter knife that flew off the table last night at dinner and I was, was there? It was a it butter was knife a butter and knife? the kids now know what I'm talking about. That's that's my acota inside joke. It's all about the butter knives. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, Something. so I love this.
0: So we're starting to have some lighter moments. Okay, well then we, and then we have this whole scene where they um they go swim in a pool of literal starlight. Sparkling starlight water. What the heck? <laughs> um,
1: which is funny, like that this it is starlight. Like it doesn't just look like starlight. It is. It is. Starlight. And it's kind of like,
0: can you explain it? He's like, I don't know, nobody ever explained it. Like, just we just live in a land where that's a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's magic. This is oh. My favorite haunt is a boy, so we're getting to see a bit of Tamlin's childhood and how old he
0: is right so a little bit of like really understanding that he's um you know this uh, you know that he was a boy a very long time ago and um if he'd been a boy during the war she starts to get this idea of how much older he is 500 years old basically Mm -hmm. okay now this this next part um you know gets a little bit more serious but i thought was really good so we we go into learning some of you know lucian's backstory and he tells us this oh my gosh devastating story of him falling in love with a fairy who his father considered inappropriate and um executed her in front of him which i mean we have not met lucien's dad yet but um we already hate him
1: yeah. um oh my goodness I don't like his brothers too much either and interesting that in in the way things run there that the strongest of the offspring inherits the title not the eldest so it didn't matter that he was the youngest he, he could have still been in line for the title if he'd wanted to. He didn't want to.
0: He didn't want to. Um, definitely not. Um, but this was, you know, so we we learned this story. And this actually relates into a bit of what we were talking about in the last episode about understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, where after she she hears this, um, you know, and Tamlin kind of follows up with, you know, his father never apologized. Um, he says, but he's never forgotten what they did to her or what his brothers tried to do to him, even if he pretends that he has. And mm-hmm. she has this moment where she's like, it didn't quite excuse everything Lucien has said, had said and done to me, but I understood mm-hmm. now. I could understand the walls and barriers he had no doubt constructed around himself. And, you know, she had this moment, and this was what we were talking about before that like, the things that he did that weren't okay are still not okay. But now she has this context of like, okay, somebody who experienced everything that he did, if like the people closest to you, your father, your brothers betrayed you in that way, if you had lost love, like, makes sense to me that this person would have some barriers up. And then here I'm the stranger. Yeah. And the behavior still wasn't okay, but I understand it in that way. And how, how much more, Again, back, calling back to the last the last one, it's like forgiveness. Sometimes I do think is overrated, but this sense of like I understand why you behave the way that you do. It doesn't excuse it, but I get it. Like that, there is I think something more powerful in that than the forgiveness
1: itself. Yeah.
0: And it's honestly like it's more words, but it's the idea of like do you forgive or not forgive. It's like man, that's just like too black and white. It's like I understand, and it's not okay. Yeah. There's just such like a, a so much such a healthier space yeah, to so that important. um anyway so I, I i just loved that point and i thought it was such a such a really good moment there for for their relationship
1: yeah and then fair makes another joke it's not <laughs> it's not a terribly funny one but the fact that she is a a miracle sin from the cauldron two jokes in Monday, because he says legend claims that if you drink the starlight the water from the starlight pool you'll be happy until your last breath and Feyre says I don't think that entire pool would be enough for me (laughs) yeah and he's like well maybe we both need some um yeah so two jokes and what would be enough to make you happy I love that question I do too and the starlight danced in his eyes as he asked it good one good one Sarah Moose. right yeah, but then but
0: she you know so I mean I think he's trying to be kind of playful here and at the same time like she she kind of goes to a serious answer where you know she's blushing because he recognizes I think she recognizes he's kind of flirting a little bit which she's yeah. not super comfortable with but then she goes to a really serious answer of like I don't know and she's like it was true i'd never given that sort of thing any thought beyond getting my sister safely married off and having enough food for me and my father and time to learn to paint and this is that repetition of the same dream that we've seen over and over again and it was like this is as far as i let myself dream and i don't even know and that's saying i don't think this is even like what would truly make her happy it was just as far as she'd ever let herself go like this isn't even true happiness this is just less suffering yeah it's like it's like it's the most that she can imagine of like getting by and like when you've been in survival mode for so long it's like this is as far as I can see I can't even see to true true happiness like that's way too far out there for me to see um but I love her I love her honest moment with herself of like if I'm really honest I don't I don't know because I've never considered it
1: I don't know
0: oh my goodness okay next moment here this is one of my favorites by the way, we have a fly yeah, that right, is yeah. attacking us on this episode. So if you hear like <laughs> random Kill <laughs> um, <laughs> it. Oh so, sorry. That's I just was trying to, I just us blood trying blood, to blood, to, to kill a fly after this, we're gonna zap it. Okay. Okay, but this part, so he he starts making jokes here about like what would make you happy, and he's like, Okay, what about um, the ringing of bluebells or a ribbon of sunshine or a garland of moonlight. And he's grinning wickedly, right? And he has this moment. And she recognizes that he's trying to get from her. Um, and she's like, he, oh, so what, hold on, right before this. Oh, where's the thing? High Lord, a foolery was more like it. Um, but she says, no, I wouldn't let him have the satisfaction of embarrassing me. I'd had enough of that lately. Enough of, of that girl encased in ice and bitterness. So I gave him a sweet smile, doing my best to pretend that my stomach wasn't flipping over itself. A swim sounds delightful. Oh, right, because right before this, he'd asked if she wanted to swim. We should have said that before. Um, I, can't so, that either, I don't even know where it happened. But I don't
1: even know if he does. Where does he say this? Hold on, hold on. He totally had to. Why are we missing this? Well, that's what, when I was rereading, I was like, I would not jump straight to I'm not going to let him embarrass me with his jokes. I'm going to take off my clothes and jump in the water. I, w- I was a little like I wouldn't have done that Vera. OK, why are we
0: not finding this? He totally had to. He asked her to swim somewhere. Uh, where is this happening? <laughs> oh, I think it's way back. Okay, there we go. So it's back on page 159. Oh, we skipped geez. over it because we were, we were big oh, in other yeah. things. Jeez. He's like, okay, so what is it? I don't know. I, no one ever explained. Um, when I continued gaping at the pool, he laughed and drawing away my attention, only for me to find him unbuttoning his tunic. Tunic. Oh, that's right. Jump in, he said, the invitation in his eyes. Okay, a swim, unclothed, alone, mm. with a high lord. Mm. I shook my head, falling back a step. And... Um, Anyway, so they they had this this whole thing where he's oh yeah this, this is way back here, so he's he's unbuttoning. There's bare muscled golden skin beneath. How did we skip this? And then. Because then she goes into, okay, what is this place? And then we have this whole tangent. And so now we're coming yeah, back she's to... She's like just kind of
1: trying to deflect the moment.
0: Like, oh, no, right, he's right, taking right. clothes off and he wants to jump in the water. So let's talk instead. Yeah. And then after this... And I and I think it's, it's significant that like at first she's like, okay, I'm going to step back. Yeah. And then we have this conversation about what's going to make her happy and her realizing we haven't explored it. Because I think that this is one of those things where I thought it was significant because we start to see her making a conscious choice to step away from who she's uh-huh. been into who she actually wants to be. And, she, and you know, it's not even like I have this clear picture of what I want. I haven't really considered that. I just know I don't want to be this person that's like bitter or in ice. Um, and I don't want to be a person that is too embarrassed to take action. You know, she, she doesn't even know yet what she does want, but she knows what she doesn't. And I think that's a fun, like it's, it's a good starting place. I think that's where most of us start where it's like, I'm not quite sure what I want. I just know it's not this. And can I just simply take some action that's in, in a different direction? Um, But so she, and I love this. I gave him a sweet smile, doing my best to pretend that my stomach wasn't flipping over itself. So it actually is. Mm -hmm. She's freaking out, but she's like, I give this smile. I'm like, yeah, you know, a swim sounds delightful. And I didn't allow myself room for second guessing. Um, and I took no small amount of pride in the fact that my fingers didn't tremble. So I don't know. There's, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of, you know, the whole like fake it till you make it thing in here. But really, I think it's just a conscious choice of who she wants to be. And I love seeing her take a step in that direction.
1: Yeah. I, I I struggle. I struggle with this scene only because it, it triggers stuff from my own life. Oh, my, no. Yeah, I know. But like the, there was this golden haired person I lost my virginity to who I, I had this scene actually happen in my life at the ocean. And I was like, no, no. And he's like, we don't need swimsuits. And I was like, I did exactly this. And I didn't know him well. And I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And pulled off my clothes and jumped in the ocean right there at Santa Monica one I was I'd been in la for like two weeks maybe Ay, Dios mio so uh so yeah but it, it's, so yeah oh my God, so I'm looking at the scene I'm like I'm like oh this is like super cute of her stepping Such out and you're like scene. and I'm like not if she was gonna do it I, I'm like just okay then just take off your clothes and jump in because I'm not there with her where I'm like let me slowly take off my clothes and then slowly so slowly let his eyes robe down then up me as if he said I'm like just just don't put her there come on what I'm not i'm not there with her yet like she's way too comfortable here for my liking for me and my past and my, oh, my bringing God. myself into the page this is okay this by the way though
0: is why like as part of this podcast where like every time we post an episode inside of um our community you know we post the video and then we're like these are some of our thoughts and i'll tell you some of ours because it's not like a teaching it's not like this is you know, for any chapter, we pull out two or three things that like we had some thoughts on. Um, but this is so fascinating because like even within the same passage, it's impacting people differently. And I think what we're wanting is for people to simply use this as an opportunity to be with themselves and like ask questions and consider things where like, you know, I'm reading this passage and I'm like, you know, because I'm such in such a season right now of, well, <laughs> right now, for quite a while of learning to take up space and mm. you know i identify so much with this idea of like getting embarrassed like this you know two pages ago where it's like somebody presents like hey do you want to do this thing it's like nope and no and like shrinking back yeah and then that conscious choice to to be visible and like metaphorically being naked like metaphorically being seen you know for me it was such like a powerful moment but then to hear like okay so you know, for you though, it triggers a very literal memory of seeing yeah. how this is not this
1: is so familiar. I mean it's like but that's the thing, like that's it's why
0: I like studying why I love the idea of as a group looking at a fiction novel as opposed to a nonfiction self help book because it creates that space for each person to you know, it's like, you know, modern art, it's like abstract art. It's like what what comes up for you. Yeah. That's super interesting. So, like, where I'm like, go Feyre, you're like, girl, quit it.
1: No, I'm not. I mean, I (laughs) I still, I stick with my decisions to do what I did back then. It's just, it's not without a bit of, and for her, I'm like, I couldn't have done, I mean, I didn't do this, where she's just confidently or pretend confidently just standing there as his eyes are roving all over every inch, every curve of me. That gaze alone stripped me bare yeah so that, uh, I, and then his eyes met mine and he gave me a lazy smile before removing his clothes I just would have jumped in the water so fast like that that would have been enough bravery that's huge that she did that at all but she is she's got much bigger balls than me Feyre but then again she's been hunting for years and keeping her family alive she has to have some pretty big balls so. Yeah. There she goes. I'm glad she's having fun doing yeah. something much more fun than hunting.
0: And well, I think, you know, it's, it's, this is one of those places where, you know, it was funny. My daughter asked me the other day, she's like, didn't you say this is like a, there's like sex in this book? And I was like, yeah, she's like, how Adventure. are you, she was like, how are you going to um, deal with that on the podcast? I was like, metaphorically is how we're going to deal with it because because you know there are things where like when you actually get into you know the if you if you try to you know look at this really literally i think so much of it does get into personal values and um you know and as opposed to like you know to each their own and it's not my job to judge or decide what's what's right for another person. Um, Anyway, so I I typically when we get to these scenes, or when I think about it, like in the podcast, it's always very metaphorical to me. So I'm like, the idea of like, like, what do I actually think about that between them? I'm like, I don't know. But metaphorically, the idea (laughs) of can I be vulnerable? Right? Like, can I take down some of my armor can I let my true self be seen which honestly I think is you know it's part of what we're doing in this podcast to a degree it's part of what we're doing in a group to a deeper degree it's always been part of how I've taught and coached um but to let ourselves be seen and not shy away and I and like I think what I what I liked about this was it wasn't I think it reminded me, like, a lot of times when I see people who are vulnerable or they seem confident, I think, again, I want to put it in black and white. Like, I know my internal world and I know that my thoughts aren't always confident. And I'm like, either you're not confident or you are. Mm. And I'm like, no, it's actually a spectrum. And there are people who are they are they are confident but it's not a hundred percent thing and like there may be some of that where they had to, to work before they showed up to to manage their own thinking and like i don't know whether or not they're going to have a self-conscious moment afterwards like and i can't compare what's happening inside of me to what i can see with another person and i've i've done speaking events where i was like <clears throat> scared out of my mind before i spoke and then was like completely in my head about it for days afterwards But I've actually had people say like, oh my goodness, can I work with you? Because I could just see from the way you were speaking that you had so much confidence and I think I need that. And I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. Because it's not like I don't, but it's also not that black and white. It's like, do I have confidence? Like in some things, yes. And in others, not. And in some places I'm okay with being seen. In some places I'm not. And again, like letting it be complex. But this for me where it's like, you know, metaphorically, she's
1: yeah.
0: letting down her guard and letting herself be seen, but it's not—it's not a hundred percent confident. It's not without the. Yeah, my stomach is kind of flipping over right now. Yeah, and I'm still going to do this, and I'm still going to take action. And it, you know, it helped me feel permission to like write. It's not—it's not one or the other. It can be a little messy. Yeah. Metaphorical meta- nakedness. <laughs>
1: Metaphorical <laughs> nakedness, and but he's but metaphorically this, hungry and feral.
0: Um, I well now nah, not so much, but then there's also that gleam in his eye. Um, so I love this enough so that I had to look anywhere but at his face, which then is his chest and his arms and his legs. And mm. um, I love this. You know, we have this comparison. Like he wasn't mm. built like Isaac.
1: Isaac had been gangly. Yep, yeah, that awkward place between a boy and a man. But nope tamlin's glorious (laughs) body was honed by centuries of fighting and brutality oh the liquid was delightfully warm there There we go we'll
0: switch back to that (laughs) um which okay which leads into like more conversation about um them getting to know each other and you know it's just like who taught you how to swim
1: um, oh my gosh, this experience This is a crazy story how she learned how to swim taught herself how to swim from watching the kids swim w- and then jumping in and kind of drowning a bit and saving her own life. And that's what she even said. This was like one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. I swallowed half the pond in the process.
0: Um but I'd gotten the gist of it, managed to conquer my blind panic and terror and trust myself. Ooh, okay, now that though.
1: Mm-hmm. Trusting herself at a very young age.
0: And that it came through doing something where she felt panic and terror and moved through it and
1: was able to get to that place where she could trust her body. Um. <laughs> I love this. Knowing how to swim, it seemed like a vital ability. One that might someday mean the difference between life and death. I never expected it would lead to this, though. <laughs> you know, that's, that would have been impossible, favor for you to have, ever have any idea that how you would have you this never? moment where you're out of this glen mm-hmm. in the middle of this magical place with this yeah. half man half beast and you're in a pool of starlight you're going to want to know how to swim so be sure to teach yourself that real quick while you're young yeah which you know, which then okay so then we have this conversation
0: about um her how her father lost her fortune him being the prince of merchants we, lo- we use all of this we're, we're talking um and there's a lot more that we don't hear but what we know is you know she says you know he ends with like what else did you figure out for herself um and she's like and i smiled and i told him about all those years in the woods so yeah. they have this beautiful all moment where of
1: getting to know each other conversation yeah and
0: so then did you have any more on that part because then we move uh, on to no,
1: this. no just that just that part exactly
0: that. and then this last chapter this is this is a callback to what we actually talked about before so she you know so Tamlin and fayra are talking about lucian and she's already got to this place where she's like what he did wasn't okay but i understand how he got to there and then they get to have a conversation um where they actually kind of clear the air which i mean honestly i think i think her having some context before they have this conversation was really helpful because if they hadn't had this who knows how that would have gone um and you know it's it's funny where she's like she's kind of seems more okay than he thinks that she ought to be and he even asks he's like yeah. you can't possibly forgive me that easily for sending you into danger
1: when he had not given her completely accurate information about right, right, right. how to trap the cereal um right so
0: yeah and that's what this is you know referring back to um you know,
1: yeah.
0: you know i never got to thank you for your advice with the cereal um you know but if you want me dead you might need to try a little bit harder you know he's like that's not what i intended but i also wouldn't shed any tears um you know but she lets him know that like she was kind of teasing um he's like you can't possibly forgive me and she's like no and this is this is back to that same conversation where it's like it's not no she's not at this place of like forgiving or like at least not forgetting she's like and a part of me would like nothing more than to wallop you for your lack of warning but i understand
1: Mm.
0: and she comes back to this place of you know i get it i'm a human who killed your friend who now lives in your house and you have to deal with me i understand And it's not even totally accurate but um but, again, it comes back to that place where she's she's not excusing what he did. She's just saying, like, I'm at a place where I can understand your actions better. And, like, for her, that's enough. It's enough for her to to understand that.
1: Yeah. And then he has a little bit of shift or reveals that he's had a little bit of shift towards her. Because he says, you know, Tam told me that your first shot was to save the Surreal's life, not your own. Yeah. And she's just, like, it seemed like the right thing to do. So that for him is, like, huh yep so you're she's not as bad as i thought either yep she's so he's also having this shift as he views her um
0: because he's like yeah, he's like i know far too many high fae and lesser fears who wouldn't have who wouldn't have bothered um and like he has this moment of i heard you scream and i hesitated not long but i hesitated um and then okay which by the way i do find this interesting that like he still didn't say sorry he's just like here's a hunting knife yeah
1: Okay. <laughs> I owe you one, basically. Here's a beautiful jeweled hunting knife. So we need to go back. Now and, we're um, Steven.
0: It's like, hey, can you go back and listen to the episode about um, apology languages? Because I don't think give somebody a knife is one of if them. If anybody
1: has Lucien's uh, personal number, let me know and I will just send him we'll just a send, link to that podcast. We'll
0: send him that article um, on yeah, s- the graphic with the five types. There's five options here. Um, give somebody a hunting
1: knife is not one of them, but... Or maybe we should send that option to the author of the five forgiveness languages and see if they want to add that. Number we'll six, should, we'll give someone a jeweled hunting knife. Number six, just, just, yeah, give a
0: knife. But I love it. He's like, he's like don't bury it in my back. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good All right, friends, that's chapter 18. Thank you so much for joining us here on our podcast. And we hope that you will also join us if you haven't already at ACOTA, A-C-O-T-A-A dot circle dot S-O, where you can dive in and become a real juicy part of our community, where we rely on you and your feedback to help shape where this whole adventure is going. Because... We don't know yet. It's a grand mystery. Thanks, guys. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye.